Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. Hi everyone, it's Simon here of Sterling Coaching and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by Linda. And Linda is a business coach like me with a solid background in the South African banking industry. She's the founder and CEO of Just Ask Linda Business Coaching, which is a great title by the way, which was born out of a desire to grow, learn, empower others and enjoy her work, her very own Glee philosophy, uh, philosophy. Get my teeth into gear. She believes in building businesses through long-term relationships and a partnership approach to grow and empower the small business owner through valued insights and focused application. If she can make a difference in a business owner's life, guiding them to overcome money, team, and time challenges to grow a successful business and share some part of their business journey, then she will be full of glee. And owning a business for her is an adventure, and she loves the one that she's on right now. Now, I know I've missed a little bit of the bio out in the middle there, Linda, but good to have you on today's podcast. Thanks for having me today, Simon. Now, I am intrigued about the the middle there, and you mentioned in the bio that I read out, uh, but obviously it's about building a team, loving each day. I'm intrigued about the title, Just Ask Linda. Give us a little bit of a, a backstory behind that title and a little bit more about what you do. Great. Okay. Thank you for the question. Yes. So it was a little over three years ago um, after working in the banking industry for many, many years. Um, I came to a point in my life that uh, change was necessary. Um, I won't go into boring details about that, but suffice to say it was time for a change. Uh, So I did some some research. I spoke to a lot of people, had lots of cups of coffee, Mm -hmm. um, and finally discovered something called business coaching. So I looked at this and I thought, hang on, business coaching is what I'm born to do, the work that I'm born to do, because it encompasses... Uh, the focus and the planning and the structure that that naturally comes to me. Yeah, yeah. And I would be able to use a lot of the experience uh, from the banking world, having worked for um, uh, two, yeah, two South African banks and two international banks in many different fields. So I was never a specialist, okay. more of a generalist. And I felt like I'd absorbed a lot of information and a lot of knowledge. And I always had that feeling that I need to share this with someone. I need to be able to share it. So um, business coaching really kind of encompassed the the knowledge and experience that I had and the ability to share that with others. Um, And there there comes the Glee philosophy, which we can talk about a little bit later because I've got something I'd love to share with you. 
um, the grow, learn, empower, and enjoy. But the Just Us Linda name, you know, of course, when you start a business, decided to start a business, you, yeah. you figure out now what is your brand going to be? What is the name of this business going to be? Um, and I, 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 I strongly balked at the idea of having something like LJ Dent Consulting, you know, it just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like, I know where you're going with that like, one. Yep. Way boring. Yep. So um, I chatted to I chatted to quite a few people, and what, uh, what one lady asked me, you know, what is it about your history? What is it that people used to say about you? And there's this example now hmm. that that eventually came out of um, in the banking world, my team or anybody actually would come along and they'd ask the neighbor sitting at the desk next to me, what, what, what happened on this client's account back in 1999, you know, and the person would say, well, I don't know, but just ask Linda, she has the information readily at hand. And mm. when I thought about it, it happens so frequently. Um, and even in my, even as a mother, you know, the children come along and go, dad, what's, uh, you know, yeah. what's for supper? And, and of course they go, just ask mom. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that fits so well in with the coaching side of it as well, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's how it came about. And I thought, well, that's it. It's, um, it's, it's catchy. Yeah. Just ask Linda. Yeah. Yeah. And for the listeners um, uh, that won't see this on the lipstick. video. Yep. She's holding <laughs> up the, uh, the mug. So yeah, got a mug with it as well. Amazing. Tea, tea and milk in my mug. Yeah. So. It's, it, I think it's important, isn't it, for, for many of us as coaches that we we don't just start coaching because we think it's good money and it's good profession, which obviously it is. But it's about living our purpose, isn't it? And for many coaches that are really, really successful, you realize that they started off on that first foot of doing something that I, lo I love the, uh, the acronym of Glee. But most important, they love something. Uh, they're doing something they love and enjoy. And having that purpose is so critical, isn't it? Not just for us as coaches, but any business owner. Yeah, finding yes. what it is that really drives you. And I'm just so pleased you managed to do that. And what a great way of turning that Just Ask Linda into the coaching uh, sort of title of the business as well. So we were talking just before the recording kicked off about your origins from uh, Bradford here in the UK. And you said just now that you're drinking tea. Tell us a little bit about the tea that you're drinking today and, and why. Uh, well, the tea I drink is called Five Roses. It's a typical English, um, nor, you know, English, what, the, what we call in South Africa, normal tea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't yep. know if that's the case somewhere else. It's a traditional black tea. Um, it's very similar to uh, Yorkshire tea, which is where mm. I, I grew up. Um, and, you know, it's very flavorful. You drink it with milk. I take no sugar in my tea uh, and I drink several cups of tea a day because it's very refreshing. Yeah. I, and I don't know about you, Linda, but, you know, I'm, I'm told that tea has a lot of caffeine in it. And, you know, I mix tea and coffee and I stop drinking coffee. You're going to be my last cup of coffee of the day. And over here, it's just coming up to quarter to two in the afternoon. So that's going to be my last coffee. But I'll drink tea right until just before I go to bed. And people say, wow, if you drink tea and it's got caffeine in it, how on earth do you cope with drinking tea? But I don't know about you, but I don't find 
tea has the same effect as a caffeine in coffee, does no it? No issues at all sleeping. After, no. I can have tea at 10 o'clock at night and I'm fine. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, so is there a favourite tea or other drink that you have? I know you're drinking tea now. Um, you mentioned drinking lots of coffee as you were trying to come up with the business name, etc. What's your favourite drink of the day? And it doesn't, doesn't have to be non-alcoholic. It can be alcoholic as well, if you like. But what's your favourite drink of the day? And, and how do you normally take that drink? Um, well, if I say apart from the tea, I drink a lot of water during the day, but uh, I also enjoy a glass of wine uh, ah. at the end of the day, either while I'm preparing supper or with supper or just before supper. <laughs> it's, okay. uh, it's nice. And here in South Africa, we have amazing wines. I'll just do a quick plug there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we've, we've got great Sauvignon Blanc. We've got great Cabernet Sauvignon and uh, I even enjoy rosé and I'm a um, I'm a, a seasonal drinker so in summer I drink white wine yeah. in winter I drink red wine and in spring and autumn I sometimes have a bit of either or rosé right okay uh, I'll share an interesting story and this might be interesting to you and to the listeners as well um, I love Rioja and I was very privileged to go and stay at a friend's house that he let me have for a week um, in Spain. And um, we were very close to the Rioja Valley. So I thought, I've, I've got, you know, I love Rioja. I've got to go to the Rioja Valley and drink Rioja wine mm. in the Rioja Valley. So we drove to this valley, found this lovely little cafe bar. And it was the middle of the day and I ordered a Rioja. And when they gave it me, they gave me this very tall glass, put a small amount of Rioja in the bottom and then topped it up with lemonade. Mm. And I was like, what on earth are you doing? I've come all this way to taste Rioja. <laughs> and basically in my sort of pidgin Spanish that I could just about manage to understand, what they said is, you drink Rioja out the bottle with a meal, but if you're drinking it socially and during the day, they had it and they called it vino tinto. You have oh, it with right. lemonade. And it's so refreshing. So if any yeah. of your listeners want to try it in the summer, put some icing, put a normal dose of Rioja wine mm. or any other red wine, top it up with and lemon, lemonade. And you've got a you've got a beautiful, refreshing summer drink. Uh, Sounds and beautiful. I'm converted. I, you know, but, and of course, yeah. of, of course, it is still summer here. I just got to get that dig in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, we're spring here. I can see sunshine outside. So yes. Yeah. Um, and of course, you have quite a long summer break, don't you? At your Christmas, you know, one of the coaches I worked with, Peter, he would go off on his long summer break and have two or three weeks off at Christmas as part of his yeah. summer break. And you know, we're hibernating right. and worried about what we're going to get through at Christmas. And there he was going off on his summer walkabout, which was great. <laughs> so f thinking about the, the business side of things and particularly thinking about your business, What's been the most significant thing that you've worked on, evolved or fixed in your business? And I'm sure you're going to tell us a little bit more about Glee as well. So just explain to us a little bit more about what's been significant for you. Yeah, thank you for the question. Um, this year is my third year as a business owner, you know. Um, yep. So last year, COVID was this, the second year. It was a tough chaotic year uh, it was also an experimental year um, in all sorts of aspects you know uh, what client am I looking for which social media platform should I use what is my marketing message 
you know, where, which networks should I join? Um, what conversations should I have? You know, uh, which accounting platform should I use? So just yeah. a variety of, of questions. Uh, and it was the perfect environment um, to experiment, to explore and experiment and try new things, including exactly what we're doing right now, coaching uh, and having conversations on Zoom. Yeah. Um, so that brings me to the, the most significant thing that I've changed in the last few months, probably since um, about October last year, is to intentionally network. And okay. what I mean about that is not to just be putting out social media posts um, randomly, but yeah. to engage with individuals who either show interest uh, in what I'm talking about, yeah. or I myself have gone to look for people that interest me. And then I've taken the conversations offline. So it, it's something significant that I've, I've done. I've gone, I like what you say, Simon, um, mm. let's have a virtual cuppa online. Yeah. So I don't say virtual coffee because I say I'm not really a coffee drinker. Yeah, so a virtual cuppa, I like that. Yeah. Um, you set it up on Calendly or whatever, you can book it. But we're going to have a virtual cuppa on Zoom like we're doing right now in this uh, yeah. interview. We're going to get to know each other a little bit. There's no obligation. I'm not trying to sell to you. Please don't you try and sell to me. I'd just like to know a little bit more about you and your yeah. business. Um, right. And through that, uh, I've had some amazing conversations. I've learned so much about how things, you know, how other people do things. I've created um, a network of contacts that I can call on, not only to help me in my business, but to help my clients in their business as well. So to really play that facilitator role, which is, which is something I enjoy a lot, is to say, this isn't my speciality. Let me call on the virtual assistant or the accountant or the legal advisor or the process specialist. Um, and so I've now just multiplied that network, but not in a random way, in a very intentional way. Yeah, so I, like I now have probably 30, 40 people that I feel a connection with, that yeah. something they said has captivated my attention or something I've said has captivated their attention. And we've taken the networking, we've taken the connection to the next level. Um, and quite often, uh, maybe we should do the same. At the end of the conversation, I say, can I take a quick photo <laughs> yep. of the two of us? And then the next post I do on LinkedIn will be a picture of us. And I just go, hey, how amazing was that podcast yeah, interview? Good idea. This is what I learned from Simon. This is what uh, we talked, you know, we talked about. And uh, I've now got a brand new idea of something I can share with one, you know, one of my clients. Yeah. And that has been amazing. What yeah. fun. It's been a great deal of fun. It's been, um, it certainly allowed me to grow. I've learned so much um, and I'm empowering others and I'm having a lot of fun enjoying myself. So that's my, this yeah, is that, my bee jar. Okay. <laughs> yep. So for listeners, she's holding up a jar that, uh, so what's it got inside it then? You've got a jar that says glee jar on it. So Yeah. And inside talk. it is lots yeah. of colored pieces of paper. Yeah. Now this, this, this story, Simon, um, 
I, you know, we've said it enough what GLEE stands for, but I have a philo- I have the philosophy. I also set my goals and targets according to the acronym. So what activities do I want to do to grow? What activities should I do to learn? What activities do I need to do to empower others? And what activities do I need to do to have fun? Um, and when I, I'm consciously aware of instances where one of those um, one of those activities takes place, yeah. And when it happens, I take a little piece of colored paper, I write the date on it, wow. I write what it was. Um, so, for example, you know, hey, you know, I, I write down something like, here's the date, the 12th of March. Um, yeah. Had a wonderful interview with Simon Meadows on his podcast. Uh, and I learned X, Y, Z, and then I hold it up and I put it in the jar. And the idea is that, you know, those times when you feel like things are not quite going your way, Yeah. you feel like a bit drained, the energy's gone, you wonder whether this is really what you should be doing with your life, Um, you know, there's problems in your business maybe, or it's just the end of the year, you open, you take your glee jar, you open it up, you empty a couple of papers out, you read that and you remember that you had some gleeful times in your in your business, even in 2020. And I think that's such a good alternative. I mean, we know from the Coaches Coach program with the Control Center and the Coaching Hub that we have our wins journal, don't we, where we list all our wins. Same thing, basically, just my... But, my but, a, list, but a list is quite boring, isn't it? And I think sometimes we don't go back to it. So I love the, G, the Glee Jar and the fact that you can tip out those colourful pieces of paper as well. Yeah. Um, I have something called my Not Now box, which uh, I was I was thinking you're going down the similar lines, but mine's more about what I need to do in the future. Yours is about the great things that have happened and being able to, be, be, I suppose, go back to them and uh, enjoy them again, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yes. a, that's a great way of doing it. Yeah, mm. love that. And it's interesting what you said about the network because and, and I know there will be other coaches and consultants listening to this. I think we need to be the go-to people you know, the, the title that just asked Linda is so important. You know, and I had a client, I've not spoken to this client for four years, an old client. And he rang me up randomly the other day. And he said, I've got a bit of a problem and I need something. And I knew that if anybody knew who I needed to speak to, it would be you. And it is about being seen, isn't it, Linda, as being that most connected person. I love the way you're building that because it helps you serve your clients. It helps you retain clients don't you? because they see you. This yeah. guy picked up the phone after all that time to say, I knew you'd, you'd know somebody. Okay. I see him socially, but I don't see him talking to him business wise, but we need to be that connected person. Don't we? And I, I love the way yeah. that, that ties into the, the name of your business and what you're about as well. So great. Thank well you. done. Yeah. Um, so you said, obviously, You've been in business three years, and I know um, you put in the email you're a member of Coaches Coaches. Well, I've been a member of Coaches Coach for oh, how many years now? It'll be 12 years in July. I've been a paying member of uh, Coaches Coach and being with Eric. So, uh, yeah, that's a long while. Uh, and I'd like to probably just get an idea of how things have changed. You know, how was it before? the sort of pandemic and how has it been now? What it, What is it like since uh, this year started? Give us a little bit of a contrast between the two differences. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big contrast. Mm. So last year, um, 
January was quiet, so quiet. Um, February was picking up slightly. And March, the beginning of March, I had probably five or six potential clients, prospects right. in the pipeline. Yeah. And by the end of March, there were none. <laughs> oh, okay. All decided that sometime in the future when COVID and coronavirus is finished, yeah. no, that's not happening, they'll come back. Um, now, some of them have come back. Oh, that's good. Uh, but, but they came back around August. Uh, so that middle part of the year was dry. It was difficult. Yeah. It was tough. It was challenging. Um, but that was the time that I joined Coach's Coach. And okay. I attended all the, the, I think it was 13 weeks of uh, webinars that Eric um, put on. Yeah. And I just went through the entire database of um, content and wow. tools. I just and that, did. And that's of, a lot. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I had the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, had, I think I had just like no three clients maybe. So I just, yeah. I just learned. I just, uh, that's what I did. Um, it and was, experimented as well. I love the way that you've yeah. used that time to experiment as well and test yeah. and try. And so I think experimenting is about, yeah, it's about learning, you know, not wanting yeah. to fail is a, no. paralysis sometimes as well isn't it we have to do that as well no. there was absolute determination in my mind there was no going back yeah no going back so uh despite covid um i you know i i as you probably have um you know with 35 odd years in in a career you go through business cycles mm. now i am i won't downplay the fact that this you know, coronavirus is a significant one, but we all went through pretty significant downturns in the economy. And I've seen businesses go out, large businesses go out of business. I've seen uh, small businesses go out of business, you know, and you've seen new ones rise in their place. So um, I think we have the advantage uh, over some very young people that for many, many years, there was uh, a lot of positive growth in, you know, probably for 10 years, there was like a positive growth. Um, but we've been through those cycles. So you can take, you can take a step back and say, it's not going to last forever. Um, so put your head down, work hard, uh, you know, do, do things that you know will improve your opportunities in the future. And the difference is tremendous, Simon, because the start of this year, uh, and the last, I mean, we're not even halfway through March, are we? But I've um, I've taken on like seven new clients, and there's a whole wow, lot. Well more, done. Yeah. A whole lot more in the pipeline, uh, and now my challenges are starting to be time, and you know, having to delegate or outsource or or look yeah. at the possibility of that time will become more of an issue in the future but it's so it's so much fun yeah. i love coaching i just want to do more of it so so i'll give you a couple of things uh, personally just to share with with you um two two things really that have been life-changing for me in my coaching career and i know for business owners you probably think oh we're talking about coaching now 
but you know, they apply to all kinds of business. But you're right about the outsourcing. Um, I joined a black belt program by Tacky Moore mm-hmm. uh, over in Sydney. Uh, when he came over to London, uh, I've worked with Tacky for a long while and he and Eric work well together as well. And Eric introduced me to Tacky. And Tacky introduced me to uh, a virtual admin team called Carve. And you've got three months worth of Carve as part of the package in Black Belt. And I've never looked back. The amount of time that they save me, if, if any coaches are out there, they, re- they focus on two, two niches, niches. Uh, one is coaches and the other one is uh, digital businesses. And mm. I think ev- every coach needs Carve. I really do. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I pay a fixed amount every month. They write my blog articles. They do my Infusionsoft campaigns. They save me so much time and they manage it for you. So I used to have different people crew my ship, somebody for graphic design, somebody for blog, mm. and they just do it all, which is great. So that's a massive, massive input. The other thing is, and I think all businesses should do this, we need to find ways to scale. And I think this pandemic has taught us all to value our health and our life more and finding ways to scale. And and Eric has done this. I did it. I created a group program um, and Eric modeled it and that's now become his program as well. And we work very closely on developing a group program. And I think we all have to find ways of getting our time back and our life back so that we can scale our business and grow our business. We don't have to exit it, but we can scale it by being more effective in the way that we serve people. And certainly from a coaching point of view, group programs, whether it be group programs for coaches, group programs for businesses, you know, have made a big difference to me. So uh, they, they would be the top two things I would share with you. Uh, and you. I've been there at that crossroads that you're at. And uh, those two things made a massive, massive difference. Yeah, that's what I like. You know, I I love the analogy of the hero's journey Mm. uh, that that we all on one of those journeys um, and you can, you know, you might be right at the beginning, not sure which path to take. And I've been there. Uh, You might you might have decided which path to take, but found it wasn't the right one and you've had to choose a new path. Um, and you've got the right path and you're trying to decide how fast to walk along this path and along it you meet people who share um, sometimes they're you know they they're, they're, they're dragons and monsters mm-hmm. <laughs> the risks yep. the risks and the dangers and sometimes they are the fairy godmothers and the Gandalfs who come along and guide you yeah. and so often think that as uh, as coaches all kinds of coaches actually not just business coaches yeah. are are those guides on the journey um and especially if they've been on the journey themselves if they've had the quest then yes. they've gone on it themselves they can they can help someone along their journey yeah yeah i'm a, I'm a big believer in what i call the sherpa effect you know i've got to have mm. Scaled the mountain, got to the summit successfully, come all the way back down to be able to, I don't need qualifications, I don't need certificates, but I've got to be able to have done it to show other people how to do it. So that's, yeah, that's I great. find I find climbing mountains a little bit strenuous. So I'm, I, <laughs> Me I, like, too. I like walking, I like walking yeah. on the on fairly flat paths. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think my new hip that I had a couple of years ago would want to climb any mountains <laughs> these days, definitely not. <laughs> but I get your point, I do, I, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So if you could share with the listeners something that they can take away, something that they can do something with, something valuable they can take, 
What is it that you want to share today, Linda? Um, I, I would like to, I would like to say that it's, you know, if, if you're at the same kind of stage as the journey as myself, then, then do network intentionally. Uh, so, and, and do it with the intention not to sell. So not to say, Hey, here's my package. Here's my, here's my program. Yeah. Join me on this, but to inform and educate about your products, but more so to listen to the other person. And they may not be your ideal client, but they may be able to share something with you that will help you in your journey, or they may be a potential strategic partner for the future. So keep an open mind is my overall tip. Keep an open mind in business. Be prepared to experiment. Be prepared to um, be brave and try new things and be intentional about it. Have goals and make sure the activities that you're doing are leading towards that destination that you have laid out for yourself one day. And I think you're absolutely right. And I think the word that anybody listening to this needs to take away is the word intentional, isn't it? You know, it's doing things not reactively, not by chance, but actually going out there intentionally. I love the way you say there about listening to people and not going out there and selling. And certainly when I first started networking, people, but to mention this on a webinar I did yesterday, people all wanted coffees and chats with me or cuppers, virtual cuppers. I mean, face-to-face cuppers. I'd love to have a face-to-face cuppa with somebody (laughs) at the moment. But you sat there. All they wanted to do was talk about themselves and sell to you. And that's not what it's about. They hand their business card at you. you What must I do with this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Mm. I I want to dig a little bit deeper into the the glee and the format that you've got. Is there anywhere where people can find out more about you, more about the the structure that you have, which is glee? Uh, How how do people connect with that more? All right. There are several. Uh, Of course, you can go to my website, which is um, www.justasklinda.co.za, which is the South African um, end. Also on LinkedIn, uh, which is my preferred uh, social media platform. Great. Uh, There it's also, uh, you know, Linda Dent, or you can just uh, type in Just Ask Linda. Uh, Facebook is Just Ask Linda Business Coaching. I have a YouTube channel. I don't know what its name is, but I guess if you just put Linda Dent or Just Ask Linda, you'll find it. Yep. and an Instagram page, but I hardly ever use that. So the website, the LinkedIn, the Facebook are the places you're going to find the most information. And uh, there are videos, articles, um, photographs, images, stories, everything you need to know about Just Ask Linda. Yeah. And listeners, if you've not picked up, it's a very easy thing to remember. Just search for Just Ask Linda. And and that's the good thing, isn't it? You know, how transferable is that? How easy is that for people to remember, to tell other people? And I hope that everybody listening to this will tell all their friends, have you gone out there and searched for Just Ask Linda? It's so easy. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. do. Yeah, fantastic. You'll find me. You'll find me. Even I think I've I've, I've got to the point where I'm I'm sort of managing to squeeze into the action coach people. Yes, (laughs) that's good. That's good. Um, 
I've got to ask the question about your last cuppa there. If you're going to have uh, a cup of tea, your next cup of tea, and you're going to have it anywhere in the world at a dream location, describe for the listeners where and the, the, the give us a picture of what that dream location would be like for that next cup of tea. Oh, I wish I had the picture behind me because it's on my yeah. wall here, but it's a place um, called Champagne Castle in the Drakensberg in KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa. Um, okay. It's where my husband and I went on honeymoon 30 years ago. It's where we go every single year, except wow. 2020. <laughs> Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, the only year, only year we didn't get to go, but we went this year in January. We were able to go. Um, they have a beautiful balcony which looks straight onto the mountains with some lakes and forests uh, right in front of you. And I would just like to sit there with my um, pot of tea and the proverbial English scone, oh. uh, jam and cream. That well, would be strange you mentioned scone because when I came, I, I, I literally came home just before we jumped on this podcast. And as I walked in, I grabbed my coffee to come upstairs with, and I noticed on the workbench a scone. So I've got a funny feeling my wife's gone out this morning and bought me a scone. So I might have a scone and I'll think about you when I have the scone later on. That'll be great. <laughs> well, it, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I think you've given us a very idyllic place to think about and i know we're all jealous of anybody who can travel at the moment whether it's in your own country or even internationally we can't go anywhere at the moment in the uk and probably won't be able to for another few weeks yet and you know, i do have sympathy with anybody who can't travel at the moment uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure and i really really do value your time and for the listeners as well i just want to finish off by saying that linda has almost an exact same setup of books and bookcases behind her that I have. And if you take a screenshot of that, Linda, that's definitely worth Ooh, can I? Can sharing I because I, I've never had anybody who has had that same staggered effect of, of books. And they're real books as well. This is not a Zoom background, is it? These are real books behind us. Let me find real, my, I'm, real I'm photos. just finding my print screen button here. Um, okay, we're ready. Smile. Yep, there we go. I think that works. I'm Perfect. just gonna, I'm taking a photo with yeah. my, with my camera as well, just in case that didn't work. But I'll I'll keep it out of the shot. You ready? There we go. I'll share it with you. There you go, <laughs> listeners. Something to look out for, uh, the photos on there. But thank you very much. And I know people will have taken great value from the way you've talked about the experimenting during these times, that intentional networking, and certainly that acronym of Glee and certainly that last E of enjoy. I think that's really, really important. And we need to get back to that where we're enjoying business and life more, don't we? So thank you very much. Thank you. I did enjoy this very much. Great. And as listeners, as you know, this is part of my mission to help businesses and coaches and consultants around the globe by being more aware. Linda's definitely giving us some awareness today better educated some great tips to take away and of course we talk about what we drink in our businesses too myself today it's coffee linda it was tea and i look forward to having you on the next podcast bye for now